everyone, this is Jennifer Bryant and welcome to the Practical Family Podcast where we are building strong foundations and healthy homes. If your kids are still in diapers or in elementary school or middle school, you might be wondering why you're listening to a podcast titled Taking the Pressure Off of College Prep. But here's why, because parents like you are feeling pressure about college and about paying for college earlier and earlier. Research shows that moms and dads at all stages of child raising feel flickers of worry when they think about it. Today's podcast is part two of a two-part series, Taking the Pressure Off of College Prep. And here at Practical Family, we're hoping that this series will reassure you that the whole college process doesn't have to be that difficult or that expensive. I'm hoping that we can lift college-related pressure and stress for you and replace it with excitement about future possibilities. And if we can do this, we can give you more time and energy to focus on and enjoy your kids right now. So my guest once again is author and speaker Jeannie Berlowski. Jeannie is the author of the book Launch, How to Get Your Kids Through College Debt-Free and Into Jobs They Love Afterward. And if you've got middle schoolers at home, listen to this. There are five whole chapters in this book written specifically for parents who've got middle schoolers. So please join me in welcoming back Jeannie. Hi. Hi. It's great to be here. Practical family. Love the practical. So I'm (laughs) very glad you've invited me to be on your podcast, Jen. Oh, we're happy to have you, Jeannie. And you, of course, have lots of parents of high schoolers reading your book. If, and if I'm right, I think that just about 20, was it 26 chapters of launch are aimed at parents of kids who are between ninth and 12th grade. And that yes. makes sense, right? Did, but did you include five chapters specifically for middle school parents as well? Yes, there are five chapters that are aimed at uh, people who've got kids between about sixth grade and and the start of ninth grade. And the reason is that there are some strategies that really only work if you start them early. And I'll give you an example. Mm. Uh, Launch How to Get Your Kids Through College Debt-Free and Into Jobs They Love Afterward is full of all kinds of strategies parents can use even if they cannot save any money for college, even if the kids don't get any scholarships, and even if the kid does not qualify for any financial aid to try to get help paying for college. Mm-hmm. And so what we're doing is we're looking at like about 150 additional strategies that really, really work. And some of them only work when you're in middle school. And here's the promised example. So you know that when your kid is in eighth grade, he's going to take a class probably required by your state that's titled U.S. History from 1865 to the Present. Mm-hmm. So your kid is taking this class And at the end, he gets an A in it, and he opens up his report card, and he sees the A, and then he might realize, or he may not unless you tell him, there are kids across town in college that are taking that exact same class. You're learning all those exact same things, but they're getting college credit for what they have learned. So what your child can do is he can actually take the information he learned in his middle school history class and you can sign him up for a CLEP test, C-L-E-P. It stands for College Level Examination Program. And for under $120, you take your kid into one of 7,000 different locations nationwide and your child takes a test on this material. And if he gets 50% of the questions right, 50% or so, he gets college credit for what he has just learned. 
And um, and so people, next question everyone's going to ask me is, uh, will colleges actually accept those CLEP credits? Well, if your child starts taking CLEP tests uh, when he's um, in eighth eighth grade, let's say, and let's say that your son ends up with 16 CLEP credits, when he goes to search for colleges to apply to, if there's a college that says we're not going to take your CLEP credits, your son will simply say, I'm not going to choose your college then. I'm going to go somewhere <laughs> where they will take my CLEP credits. Mm, sure. And there are thousands of colleges that will happily take those CLEP credits. Mm. So imagine the child that goes to college and is able to graduate a whole semester early because of strategic planning early on. They mm. have got enough CLEP credits that their graduation credits mound up faster than everybody else's. But if you if I can't reach a family when their kids in seventh or eighth grade, I cannot even tell you this idea. Mm. And there are loads of other ideas that are really critical for families between their kids are in seventh, eighth, uh, sixth, seventh, and eighth grade. And so that's why launch how to get your kids through college debt free and into jobs they love afterward is best put in the hands of middle school families. But certainly there's plenty of help in there for families who have high school kids. And I'm even hearing from parents whose kids are already in college and they're using strategies in there to cut the college costs way down. Oh, wow. What an incredible strategy. I I wish that I would have thought of that when, when I was in, in the middle school or, or before. You know, I was one that kind of wanted to get school done early. If I would have known, I would have been taking those college <laughs> classes as soon as I could drive or something, you know. Right, um, and there are a number of ways. There are actually multiple ways that kids can earn real college credit when they're in high school. But sometimes those, and, and, and AP is you know, the famous advanced placement program, yes, is yes. the least helpful way, the oh. least helpful way to earn college credit in high school because many times kids labor and they sweat in those uh, difficult AP classes and they they never actually get the college credit that is promised to them. Um, Anyone who's curious about this, you can Google my name, Burlowski, B-U-R-L-O-W-S-K-I and advanced placement and you'll get to an an article that I wrote on quoting other sources too. I, I actually... I'm pretty kind about it, but there are people that say AP is a scam. I was was nicer about it in my article, but you can see everything that I believe about AP. There actually are better ways to earn college credit in high school. And this is one of the things that I do for people who read Launch, How to Get Your Kids Through College Debt-Free and Into Jobs They Love Afterward. I set you up so that even if they're not telling you these ideas in your high school, Mm -hmm. I tell you exactly how to seek them out and find them, but you've gotta be ahead of the game. You can't be in 11th grade, in the middle of 11th grade, and all of a sudden thinking, how could I have my kid take a college class in 11th grade? At that point, it's it's you've you've lost a whole year of possibility there. Sure, sure. Well, and I know that last time we were together, you said that you actually have a great easy college money strategy that works for all parents that we can all start doing today. So parents of babies, middle schoolers, college students, everyone, oh, tell us about that. Yes. This is something everybody needs to be doing. And it's exciting because parents can start college savings right away, right now, with no extra work and without taking a single penny from their own pockets. 
And the the um, the program I'm recommending, and I, I have to tell you, I don't work for these people. Mm-hmm. I I get no, I have no affiliate agreement. I get no kickback. But there's something called youpromise.com, and mm-hmm. it's you, the letter U, and then promise, P-R-O-M-I-C-E, and it's all one word, youpromise.com. And if you for free college savings program, and here's how it works. You know how um, you go to the grocery store or the drug store near your house, and they ask they you have a loyalty card, or they ask you to punch in your number, right? Oh, do you have the savings rewards program? Well, you're able to connect your grocery and your drugstore loyalty cards up to this college savings program, and every time you buy diapers, every time you buy medication for grandpa, every time you buy... Uh, anything at at Walgreens or Target or it or all the, there's thousands and thousands of participating institutions. A fraction of what you buy is funneled directly into a college savings program oh, that you can wow. use for your own kids or you can use for anybody that you want to. So you know you, you know a, lo- a lot of us have childless uncles. So let's say you have a childless <laughs> uncle. Mm-hmm. He has no kids, but he can connect his grocery and his drugstore loyalty card. To youpromise.com and the money starts to little bits of money start going into an account and he can give that to a niece or a nephew Mm -hmm. or he can give it to some kid that he just met at church. Mm. There's so and and if you want to get really glamorous about it, there are a whole bunch of participating merchants. And you know, if the childless uncle wears contact lenses or goes on cruises, or has an incontinent dog that has to sp- <laughs> and has to spend a fortune at one eight hundred pet meds, oh. then, uh, then a lot of money is going into that account every every time. Wow. Now, one caution. You promise we'll offer a credit card, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, they're 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 trying to say, oh, you will get more money in your little you promise account with every every qualifying purchase. Do not get the credit card. Don't do it. I'm here <laughs> to steer families and students away from debt, not toward it. Yes. So yes. No, I don't advise the credit card part, but the other part is really fun. <laughs> How fun for a mom to be going and buying those giant boxes of Huggies diapers and knowing that a fraction of what you're spending is going into a college savings plan. Oh, beautiful. That's, that's, I am going and getting that today, actually, because I can't believe I've been missing out on, on that opportunity with all the groceries we buy. I can't and even stand it. Aren't you glad you're finding out about this now? Yes. It wrap- and finding out about this when your kids are in 12th grade. And this is what I'm all about. And launch how to get your kids through college debt-free and into jobs they love afterward. It's set up so that you only read a chapter just about every month. Or mm-hmm. no, no, not even every month. Every three months or so. Mm-hmm. Between the ages of 7th grade and the time you drop your kid off at the dormitory door. And every time you ever, all the chapters are set up according to the age of your kids. So it says, here's what to do in September of ninth grade. Here's what to do in January of 10th grade. Mm -hmm. And um, you, you are only reading what's useful for that particular period of time of your kid's life. And what we do, we're able to do, Jen, is we're able to make it so nobody is slapping their forehead with the heel of their hand and (laughs) saying, I'd get anything if I would have just known about that sooner. Yes. It's the best way that I can reach parents with just a little bit of info here and a little bit of info there. No one's overwhelmed with too much reading, but you keep on a, get a steady diet of hope. Mm 
Mm. and a steady diet of strategy that really works. Oh, I love it. Thank you, Jamie. Now, back to your book, actually. You have an interesting credential for writing it. Can, can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, well, uh, I am a grad school admissions consultant, and I'm an academic strategist by trade. So all day long when I'm not on podcasts like this or writing books or speaking at conferences, I have a steady stream of college students coming through my office, and I am helping them apply to highly competitive law schools, medical schools, graduate schools, and business schools. And the, the reason I started to write this book is my heart broke over the student loan debt of my clients, especially the debt that was unnecessary. And so I set out to write a book where I could reach parents when kids were really young and give them really high quality information so that years later, when they would get to me, I own getintomedschool.com. When years later, when the kids would get to me for their med school application, I would say, how are you going to handle this from a debt perspective? The kid would say, I'm completely debt free. My parents did everything that you said. We used all the strategies. I have my degree, did super well in organic chemistry and first year biology and chemistry and physics. And I did really well in the MCAT exam and I'm ready to jump into a med school application. Mm. Now, whether your kid's going to medical school or not, Th these strategies work for paying off technical school if your child wants to be an air traffic controller or a respiratory therapist or a construction manager or any kind of program that is a post-secondary program that trains people for careers after high school. Oh, great. That's that's amazing. And now, and now I know you said that you get a lot of... Uh... Uh, questions about whether or not you do uh, personal academic consulting. Now, can you clear that up a bit? Well, sometimes people do ask me, do I do one-on-one uh, -on -one consulting for families who have kids applying to college? There's a whole giant industry that does this. And, and, and honestly, a, a lot of it I don't approve of. Um, I, I don't do consulting for people with kids applying to college. And that's because my days are completely taken up with grad school applicants, med school, law school applicants. Um, but I care. I, I really care about people in this season of life. And I know the decisions that you're making, the messages you're sending your kids are uh, when your kids are in seventh through 12th grade are critical for your family's financial health. And so instead of offering consulting, which can cost $5,000, I packaged everything up in one book that mm. you can have delivered to your door from Amazon.com. And the book is Launch How to Get Your Kids Through College Debt-Free and Into Jobs They Love Afterward. There is no idea that I held back from this book because, honestly, I don't want people calling me and asking me for consulting <laughs> Yes, I'm too busy. So it's designed to be really all-encompassing and help you to answer and figure out all of your own questions. And then I didn't say this last time we were together, but I, I have an email newsletter. comes out every Monday morning at 6 a.m., mm. and this is for all the people that follow me. And every Monday it has a really valuable article in it. And then it'll tell if I'm speaking anywhere, if I'm speaking in your area, you can come out and hear me at a homeschool conference or some other kind of an educational conference. Um, this newsletter is so valuable and it's really important for parents because if anything changes, like what if all of a sudden tomorrow there's an article in the newspaper that says that 
the president has changed everything about financial aid. Mm. I'm able to reach everyone that follows me within hours and say, okay, we, everybody, we're changing strategy. We're not doing this anymore. We're going to change over and we're going to do this. And so I love that newsletter so important for two two reasons. One is just keeping up with changes if they come down the pike. Sure. But yes. another thing is just it's it's inspiring. Mm-hmm. It keeps debt-free college at the top of your mind just once a week for 30 seconds as your kids are growing up. And that we find that that greatly enhances the possibility that you will actually get your kid through college debt-free. You have a copy of my book and then you're hearing from me every Monday morning. Well, there you go, parents. Those are easy ways to connect to Jeannie Berlowski. Now, because the focus of today's podcast is taking the pressure off of college prep, the last time that we were together, Jeannie, you and I talked about the pressure, the anxiety that parents feel around the topic of college, even when our kids are little. I mean, to just think about needing to save every bit of what we have for their future, um, makes a lot of us not feel very excited or happy when we think about college. (laughs) So that that feeling of of being fearful, yes, it's depressing (laughs) because we work for for what now and then how much of that can kids actually save for on their own. But can you speak to parents who are feeling anxious about this whole college thing? Yes. And last time we were together, on part one, I hope anyone who didn't listen to part one, Jen, that was such a great discussion. You led that in such great directions. Hope anyone who hasn't listened to part one will go back and hear that. And I think if I'm not mistaken, you're going to put the link to that in the show notes here. So it'd be easy to find. We talked there about how sometimes in our culture, parents feel such stress and anxiety about college and about education and about career. And part of the reason is that in our culture, it's become an idol. And anytime you try to get life from uh, from idolatry, it always results in stress and pressure and anxiety. And we talked about how the solution is to realize that where your life comes from, where your meaning and your purpose and your provision really comes from, is from Jesus and from the a relationship with God that comes through faith in Christ and through turning from sin at the foot of the cross. That's where real life comes from. Mm-hmm. And education needs to take its place yes. in a backseat mm-hmm. as just a means to an end. Yes. If you are going to be a if you're going to be a doctor or a special ed teacher or an air traffic controller, whatever it is that you're going to be, your provision and your life and your identity and your joy come from Christ. It, education is just a means to getting to that career goal. Well, mm-hmm. you and I had such a great discussion about that and about not letting education become an idol. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think what you're getting at um, for me to talk about today's podcast is um, parents, some of that anxiety comes because we, as moms, we have these little babies And the feeling you get when you have that baby is so overwhelming. The connection, the love that you've never felt before. And uh, and you can identify with this. Your child gets on the... Um, gets in the car to go somewhere with grandma and you feel the umbilical cord stretching all the way around the block as the car is <laughs> going down the street because 
we're attached to our kids and that's right and that's how it should be. So here this, you know, you're a mom and and you you, uh, feel this attachment all the way through middle school and all the way through high school. How in the world are you going to leave that kid at the dormitory door? The th- just the thought of that brings up such feelings of anxiety. Uh, and so I want to speak to that a little bit today. And uh, um, a, a story that helps me so much is the story of Moses' mother in Exodus 2. And I want to read here from Exodus 2. I love the Amplified Bible because uh, I use uversion.com on my phone. It's really easy to flip back and forth between um, versions and the amplified version just throws in a few extra words that help me to see some color and meaning to the words I've never I've never really realized before. So it says in Exodus two about Moses' mother: the woman conceived and gave birth to a son, and when she saw that he was especially beautiful and healthy, mm. she hid him for three months to protect him from the Egyptians because the Egyptians had this they had passed this law that every Hebrew baby had to be killed. And it was a way of Hebrew of Pharaoh trying to keep control, mm-hmm. clamp down on. We're not going to let them raise up any warriors. And it's interesting. She saw that the baby was beautiful and healthy. And I think that what she saw was his potential. Mm. Somehow God was able to communicate to her that there were great things in store for Moses' life. Yes. And she could have no idea that someday he would lead the children of Israel out of Egypt. She had no idea. All she knew is I got to keep this baby alive. And isn't that how we feel about our own kids? We've God whispers to us glimpses of the amazing things he has in store for our kids. We get a sense they're beautiful. They're healthy. Uh, and we got to keep them alive. <laughs> <laughs> First priority, one. <laughs> and, and keep them God, alive. <laughs> but God, just like God had incredible purpose in store for Moses, God has tremendous purpose in, char- in store for my kids and for your kids. Now, watch what happens to Moses' mother. When she could no longer hide him, here's watch her having to let go now. She got him a, a basket a chest made of papyrus reeds and covered it with tar and pitch and made it waterproof. So here she is. She's made this basket. And can you imagine? She's just putting on layer after layer after layer of tar and pitch. Do not let this thing leak. Mm. Last thing I want to do is put my baby in here and have the baby just and have the thing fall apart in the river. So she's very carefully making this waterproof. Then she put the child in it and set it among the reeds by the bank of the Nile. And the daughter of Pharaoh came down to bathe at the Nile. And Pharaoh's daughter, together with her maidens, walked along the river's bank. And Pharaoh's daughter saw the basket among the reeds and sent her maid to get it. And the maid brought it to her, and when she opened it, she saw the child, and behold, the baby was crying. And she took pity on him and said, this is one of the Hebrews' children. And then his sister said to Pharaoh's daughter, Miriam was standing there, shall I go and call a wet nurse from the Hebrew women to nurse the child for you? Hey, I know a woman who's lactating. This is exactly what you need to take care of this baby. Yes. <laughs> and the Pharaoh's daughter said to her, go ahead. So the girl went and called Moses' mother. And Pharaoh's daughter said to her, take this child away and nurse him for me. And I will give you your wages. She, and Moses' mom actually gets paid to nurse her own baby. That is 
when God stri- does something wonderful for you, mm-hmm. it's almost comical how wonderful it turns out to be. Oh, yes. <laughs> what I want to what I want to point out to your listeners is this moment mm-hmm. where Moses' mom had done everything she could. She hit him as long as she could. She pitched the basket on the inside and the out. And then she had to stand in that Nile River and she had to let the baby go. Mm-hmm. And and for you and me, for trusting God with the next stage of our child's life, whether it's releasing them into the middle school years or releasing them into the college years, we are all going to need the courage of Moses' mom who stood knee deep in that river mm-hmm. and let the baby go. And it was an incredible act of trust and faith that the baby wasn't just going to be swept down the river, but there, there, he, she was letting him go into the future that God had planned for him. And when, when you approach the whole college experience that way, when your thoughts and your prayers about it become, I'm going to prayerfully let go of this healthy, beautiful child to go to be released into the destiny that God has for him or her, it quells your anxiety. And, and today's on the Practical Family podcast, we're talking today about college prep and taking the pressure off of college prep. Yes. In part one, we talked about not treating it as an idol. All it is is a means to an end. And mm-hmm. here we're talking about that moment of letting go and letting go with trust and faith. And if we can do those two things, we start to feel our emotions just calming down. Mm-hmm. And it makes it easier for us to spend our energy not with stress and pressure as our culture would want us to do, but to spend our time with energy and focus, being with our children, focusing on our families, focusing on what's good, and and especially, I hope, from my professional perspective, I hope families are able to use some of that energy for clever, clever strategies Mm. that help them get their kids through college debt-free and into jobs they love afterward. Mm. Oh, yes, Jeannie. Wow, thank you so much for your insight into this topic. And again, we've been listening to Jeannie Berlowski, the author of Launch, How to Get Your Kids Through College Debt-Free and Into Jobs They Love Afterwards, the most practical book on taking the pressure off of college prep. You have to get this. The, the link is in our show notes today, as, as well as Jeannie's special uh, giveaway uh, freebie that she has on her website that has to do with FAFSA. Jeannie, can you mention that real quickly before we end? Yes, I, I have two things that are free for your listeners. And one is that subscription to that email newsletter that comes out on Monday morning. I, I The way you get that is you go to JeannieBerlowski.com. That's my website, and that's that's mission central for everything that I do. You, um, go there, and it says sign up for email updates, and that's where you want to put your email address in. And then to make sure that you actually hear from me, we want to make sure that the my emails don't end up in a promotions folder or an updates folder in Gmail. Yes or um, Hotmail. We want to make sure that you've got a Hotmail account. They're actually showing it to you in your primary email inbox. So some you may be able to just add my uh, add Jeannie at JeannieBerlowski.com to your address book, 
Um, but in case it's more complicated than that, if you Google my last name, B-U-R-L-O-W-S-K-I, and the word whitelist, W-H-I-T-E-L-I-S-T, all one word, you'll see directions I've written on how to make sure that my emails show up in your primary email inbox, no matter who your email in your email provider is. Great. great. So that newsletter, that's a big deal. And then the second thing is that uh, this a podcast is being recorded in October and there uh, are some families that are maybe you're a mom and you're not even listening to this until June because it's available in recorded form forever. Um, but for those parents who are listening in uh, October and November, there's a really important thing that families need to do as close to October 1st as possible. Every single time you're going to have a kid in college the following fall. So if it's October 1st and there's even a 5% chance that you will have a kid in college 11 months from now, then you need to fill out the free application for federal student aid. It's the FAFSA, commonly known as the FAFSA form. It's absolutely free to fill it out. And what I worry about is there are families who are not filling it out because they say they think, oh, we make too much money. We're not going to get anything anyway. You can make over $200,000 a year and still have sub- and have very substantial assets. And for uh, just there's a number of reasons I can't go into here, but you can still get a ton of money for college, even if you think you wouldn't qualify for anything. So I want every family to fill that out. Um, I have a good friend. She and her husband are really quite well off. And she said, we're not going to fill that out. We're not going to get anything anyway. I said, hey. Next year, you're going to have two kids in college, and one of you is getting closer and closer to the age of 65, and mm. that that greatly impacts how much money you're going to get from that FAFSA form. Ah, now, good to so know. We're talking, <laughs> we're talking about a freebie here, right, Jen? So I have um, identified more than 30 mistakes that people commonly make on the FAFSA form that keep them from getting all the money they have coming to them. And so I've written an article and it's 30 plus common FAFSA mistakes and how to avoid them. And it's just very, very clear, easy to read. Parents are reading it straight through and then they have it sitting on their desk during while they're filling out the FAFSA form. And this is available to your listeners for free. Um, All you have to do is pick up your phone and go to your texting and text the word FAFSA help. F-A-F-S-A-H-E-L-P, text it to 44222, and I'll respond immediately, and it'll say, just pop in your email address, and we'll send you that article. This is also an, a way that you can get my email newsletter to anyone who texts FAFSA help to 44222. You not only get that wonderful FAFSA article, but you get some sample email newsletters and you can keep reading them if you like them. Okay. So those are my two my two free things for today. Oh, wonderful. Well, Jeannie, it has been an absolute pleasure having you on the Practical Family Podcast. We hope to have you back again in the future. This has been Jeannie Berlowski, who is the author of Launch, How to Get Your Kids Through College Debt-Free and Into Jobs They Love Afterwards. And at Practical Family, we are all about helping families to build strong foundations and healthy homes and getting prepared for your child's future and helping them prepare themselves in ways that does not break your bank, that does not put you into all kinds of debt, is just 
responsible parenting. So get Jeannie's book today and the links are all in the show notes. You've been listening to the Practical Family Podcast, where we are encouraging families to build strong foundations and healthy homes.